Welcome to Geordie Lass and Doc Sass. One day, a Geordie and a Canadian walk into a bar and decide to start a podcast about relationships and what a topic that is. No subjects are off limits. Get in touch today with us at geordielass.com or email info at geordielass.com and let us know what you think and what we should talk about. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Sarah. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Hey, it's okay. It is okay. Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's, uh, you know, going through, go through some stuff, but all right. Yeah. And it's like uh, fall. We had this like uh, crazy, beautiful weekend of t-shirt weather, which is really crazy for us. Mm. So it has been just fall on steroids. Like I don't remember Toronto having such a beautiful fall. Kind of a new thing for me. Mm. Totally gorgeous. Nice. And then we're going to enter freezing temperatures like within a week. So we're going from t-shirts to um, possibly snow boots like within a week or two. Yeah. And that's the way it rolls over here. So it's okay. It's, uh, yeah, it's strange, isn't it? Yeah. The the days are really short. We just passed daylight savings. And yes. it's funny. I did see a meme like this is what happens. We all approach daylight savings as if we've never had one before so we all lose our shit and get our times wrong and then for the next week we're like oh the days are so short and this happens every november (laughs) so us human beings i don't know i think it feels worse though the older you get like yeah i think you feel it more for sure yeah we're just creatures of habit we like yeah we like our things the way they are yeah 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 so long lazy summer nights and then i'll come around again for a while (laughs) oh my god i tell you i tell you oh my gosh so that's this is the time of year when we all start to figure out like i'm starting um i have a friend who's helping me out with uh figuring out how to leverage airline points because i haven't been very savvy with that and so Mm. and it's like the time that canadians start thinking about like how many points do i have and where can i go for this many points and how do i get the hell out of here and uh you know come up with a summer destination so this is the time to talk about um you know the snowbird phenomenon which is canadians Mm. flocking down to warmer climes Mm. yeah yeah is that what you guys are thinking about your next vacation uh we have booked our next vacation Mm-mm-mm. we are you told to me and i'm excited really? please tell everybody yeah. where you're going we are off to seville oh. and it won't be long now Woo. like you guys yeah. i i love it because I, I had asked you like well when are you going and you're like oh a couple of weeks i was like what <laughs> i love the spontaneity <laughs> yeah it's oh, nice it is gorgeous, nice. Gorgeous. i'm looking forward to it yeah. and, and there will be food. much needed there will be food there'll be drink there will be some nice little tapas and oh my God. maybe the odd glass of vino. <laughs> <laughs> I remember tapas and vermouth in Madrid. Mm. And the thing that yeah. just, <laughs> um, so I'm pretty cheap, right? So um, I did order blood sausage and it was the most disgusting thing I'd ever had. But because I'm such a cheap bastard, I was like, I'm eating every last bite. <laughs> I almost chucked my rocks that night. <laughs> but I had some vermouth and I was like, okay, it's feeling a bit better. But wow. Yeah, just blood sausage. It's an acquired taste, everyone. Don't go running in there like I did. I'll maybe stay away from that then. Beautiful. Oh my gosh, enjoy, <laughs> enjoy. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. So uh what's happening at the relationship desk of love? Is she still at the desk or is she on vacation? She's not on vacation. <laughs> Very nice. So I've got um I've got a short little quote to share with you this week, which I thought was quite interesting. Okay. So loving someone means wanting the best for them without an agenda, without any strategy to get them to change or to stay. <sighs> okay. Wow. Just really makes you think, doesn't it? 
<laughs> like, kind gosh, the games we play. In hey? your tracks. The games yeah. we play. Yeah. Hmm. Wow. But it's that, I suppose it's like that unconditional love, isn't it? That you often get with children and it's very difficult to maybe get with a partner mm-hmm. because we don't have that same sort of level that we do for, for our children. It, I mean, it's tied up in ownership and where their yeah. our happiness is their happiness, where we can't see yeah. our happiness and their happiness as being too distinct, often joined, but that there are, if yeah. in the Venn diagrams, there's a lot of square, you know, there's a lot of area that does not have anything to do with us, yeah. which is our partner's, yeah. a lot of our partner's happiness has nothing to do yeah. with us. But also how many times in a relationship do you try and get the other person to change as well? Like, always <laughs> <laughs> you do though like so when you first meet you're like oh yeah this, this is the best ever i don't want to change anything within a few months you're kind of like oh well <laughs> don't don't really like this don't really like that you'll have to do this differently 100 percent. So things kind of change so yeah it's, it is interesting mm-hmm. and you can't guarantee that your partner will stay either yeah you can't guarantee anything because nope. we're our own person yeah yeah Oh my gosh. Yeah. So I thought I'd share that. Oh my gosh. You know, it's so funny, like in relationship, the reality is we hold each other so tenuously. There's just Mm. so, so little, just these fragile little strings and threads that join us, but that so much is, you know, gosh, even our, our existence, we don't know when we're stepping off the planet. Um, we have no idea how long we'll be together, how long, no, no idea how long we'll be here. And Mm. yeah and certainly have no ownership over somebody's happiness or lack thereof so yeah uh, everything is an absolute coin toss <laughs> yeah it's yeah. all hanging on the balance absolutely oh yes I liked that very much thank you yes what a reflective Alrighty. way to pop off our podcast and I, I do have to shout out I have a friend driving up uh from the U.S. this week and uh by the time this airs um they'll have already arrived but uh i put them our link i said look for that oh it's not gonna be nine hours it's gonna be seven and a half hours i was like for the drive you should put on Jordy lass and doc sass because there's at least five episodes in there that'll pass your time and make you think a little better about relationships <laughs> so it's gonna Absolutely. be they'll have already crossed the border but i hope it has been a good trip and we will have a good visit yes well something to look forward to indeed <laughs> yeah. all righty so would you like a hot topic miss yeah so let's go okay Stop eating in restaurants you don't like. (laughs) (laughs) What's that got to do with relationships? Oh, it's funny because of course I always go to the sexual. So I'm like, yeah. Oh, hello. (laughs) But I think I'm not going to keep that narrow focus. I'm going to zoom out a little bit and say, okay, so it's okay. So linking stop eating at restaurants that you don't like. (laughs) We bring this into the relationship sphere. Oh, I got a lot of. Yeah, I got a lot of uh, impressions. Mm. Do you want to kick us off? I'm going to kick it. Oh, I'm like chomping at the bit. I mean, uh, so I'm I'm thinking about being on the dating scene. Yeah. I'm thinking about, um, but at the same time, stop eating at restaurants that you don't like could also fit for somebody in a relationship. But let's let's take it out into the dating scene is uh, we tend to have our patterns. And a lot of us will say, I don't like that pattern. It's not serving me. I wish I could. I keep attracting the same person, mm. the same kind of yeah. relationship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of like you go back 
eating at this shitty steak place when you're, you know, Mm. it's bad, but you're like another steak place opens up and you're like, let's try it and see if it's different. But you're like, I know it won't be different. Yeah. But you make your reservation anyways. Mm. So yeah. yeah. Okay. (laughs) What does this mean for you? I think so for me I hadn't really thought about the dating side of it um but you're right it's that kind of that boomerang I'm going back to the same same type I get the same behavior that I'm checked with every single time uh don't like it but I still do it but for me I was thinking about more kind of in a long-term relationship and people who kind of stay and they suffer and they put up with things even though they don't like the restaurant they still go there every Friday for their dinner Okay, cool. Let's stay there. Because I I have been coaching some folks of late who are putting up with atrocious behavior. And and yes, it's two to tango, right? So it's there's Mm, no angels or saints. Yeah, but there's atrocious behavior going on in these marriages. And people are just being treated atrociously. Mm. And they're not bringing their best to the game either. Yeah, but yet every single and just clinging on to hope. That maybe mm. around the corner again, insanity is doing the same thing and expecting a different result each yeah. time. Yeah. Okay. So imagine you're going every Friday to this shitty restaurant that mistreats you, poor mm. service, terrible food, and yet not only are you paying the bill, but you're adding a twenty percent tip. So yeah. what's keep what keeps you going back? I think fear is um, is probably the biggest thing. Mm. Although interesting, do you remember we'd had that um relationship news where it was talking about um how we we are worried about the effect that we're gonna have on our partner if we decide to end the relationship. So maybe it's a combination of fear and guilt all all at the same time. I think we can feel a bit ashamed that things haven't worked worked out or so that kind of tendency to walk away. I think the other thing at the minute as well is, you know, we've heard so much about the financial crisis that people are in because of interest rates rising and cost of living rates rising you know some people may stay under some sort of financial obligation Mm. because they're actually worried that they couldn't survive or live on their own it's quite it's quite expensive right like to and if you are sharing a sharing a property sharing a home then you're half in that you know generally in a lot of cases if you're both working then you're kind of you're splitting the bills aren't you and to go and leave so obviously an alternative would be to go and kind of house share or something like that but if you get to a certain age that's probably not what you want to do um you know you you don't really want to move back in with your parents if you're of a certain age if you've got kids it gets a bit more complicated as well so Mm -hmm. I think there's a whole host of things that are kind of in there which um which do make it really really difficult I used to have a friend who um she she was married for for a long time she's now married again to somebody else mm-hmm. um and much much happier but she was married for oh good 10 10 11 years and she actually said after she got divorced she said there's only so many kitchens and new cars and new sofas I can buy so that was her kind of distraction was wow. to go and kind of do something new in the house or get something new to kind of take her mind off it while they um, were still in the marriage right yes uh, yeah yeah while they were yeah, still married yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had a we had a conversation one day where and I said that I was going to get divorced from my husband and um, she went that's it she said I'm going to leave my man and I was like you can't do it just because I am but sometimes we need something that actually gives us the courage and the the conviction to be able to kind of to to take some of those scary steps because it's not easy and 
especially when you spent a long time together like we were married for 11 years and we've been together before that as well it's a long time to break away from a relationship yeah so I do get it but yet you know this whole analogy with the restaurant thing you wouldn't you wouldn't keep going back to somewhere if you didn't like it but yet we do stay in relationships that we're not happy with yeah oh gosh yeah oh there's so many oh my gosh there's so many yeah yeah lots of thoughts flying around my brain right now I think that if I think about the restaurant analogy, the one thing that does tend to get us going back is if we knew the proprietor mm. and felt some sort of, so to your point of, I remember that relationship news is that yeah. a lot of people, the main reason why they stay is because of feeling of my partner's not going to be okay without me. Yeah. Similarly, we might go to a restaurant, like maybe that restaurant won't be okay without my business, but mm. if it's a shitty restaurant, Uh, It's the same as faking orgasms. Like if you keep faking your orgasm and giving the feedback Mm. that that person is doing something right, you're going to still get shitty service. Whereas Mm. if you're just really upfront and honest and like, I didn't have an orgasm, you've got to do better. Or uh, that was terrible food and I'm not going to come back until you change your management. I Mm. guess similarly to a relationship, uh, it does sometimes take something very drastic and big to, uh, well, number one, get into a place that you can do some hard work to be, to get into a better fulfilled place. Cause it's always two to yeah. tango and also shake your partner up. Cause sometimes complacency is huge. Mm. Yeah. We know we need to change, but because some, nobody's going anywhere, we just kind of stay the same. Yeah. It's a slippery slope, isn't it? Though you do kind of in that comfort zone, it's a real slippery slope. You've got to keep, you've got to consciously work on it. You've got to consciously, make the effort you've got to consciously try and want to be a good partner but that's quite hard work (laughs) all of the time (laughs) and if the restaurant you're going to has cockroaches all the time it's sometimes just (laughs) time to change your friday spot and so that's like doing a new search of like new restaurants making a new venturing out and going to another place once and saying could this be the place where we start to establish new traditions Hmm. totally a fan of that Sometimes it's just a new restaurant opening in town that is like, oh my God, that's what real food tastes like. Oh, thank God that new place (laughs) opened up. I'm a huge fan of sometimes an experience that helps you to shake up, you know, if you've been in a relationship, you mentioned that your friend, right, was like, oh my God, I'm Mm -hmm. getting a divorce too. I really honor the thing that kind of, it's the straw that breaks the camel's back. It, It could be you had a one night stand with somebody and all of a sudden you were like, holy shit, that's what passion is. And Mm. that person may not be meant to be a permanent part of your life, but they showed you something. They were there to give you a message that just tipped you over the edge where the pain of change ended up Mm. being a little less than the pain of staying the same. Yeah. Yeah. But, and splitting up isn't always the only option that you've got. You know, Mm -hmm. we, we coach that's what we do to try Mm -hmm. and help people to come up with other options so it isn't just about that's the end of my relationship but it is about kind of saying look you know things aren't the way that I want them to be and um can we do some work on it right like a renovation yeah nice I like bringing a new spring menu yes 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 okay (laughs) yeah Uh, all right so yeah I like this. I liked this hot topic very much. Got me thinking. <laughs> when I think about my single folks out there, um, again, I guess the restaurant corollary is if you keep 
finding yourself attracted to the same type of person on the dating app. Um, I'm Mm. always coaching folks of like, you know, what's your pattern? Could we try stretching ourselves into a different situation? Just move the chest piece just one square away from your usual and just see what happens. Um, I have some clients who, uh, who might be sort of going to the same kinds of bars with the same kind of crowd. Mm. And, and I, had a session recently. I was like, why don't we try going to a different place? Like a totally different place, actually something a bit yeah. more refined, upscale, more reflective of who, who you are in the world. Yeah. And what would it be like to sit at the bar and just, you know, make conversation with people? Mm. Uh, you know, so just doing something a little bit differently, trying something yeah. a little bit new on the dating yeah. scene, see what happens. Yeah. It's good to mix it up a bit. Yep. Absolutely. All right. Okay. Shall we hop across to a question? <laughs> yes, let's do it. Today's question. I've got a dilemma. A friend who's a girl has started chatting with a guy I know. I've known him for a long time, but we don't see each other that often now. He's a bit of a knob. Do I say <laughs> anything to the girl? <laughs> Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is awesome. (laughs) I love this. (laughs) I like that he's a bit of a knob. (laughs) I totally love that. I totally love that. I love that. I love that. I love that. Okay. 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 I have to bring this up. I have to bring this up. So, um, here in the greater Toronto area, there are, there's a, there's at least one social media group where, um, people get on there to sort of share the tea about, certain people on dating apps and be like, this is a good one. This is a real jerk. This is a real whatever. Um, and it's, so it's funny. It brings up the question, like if somebody was a real knob to somebody, should they Mm. share that and warn everybody in a city of some 6 million people, like avoid this person because he's just across the board, terrible. Mm. Or was he just a knob to you? And might well, he, that's the right? thing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I think the other thing in this this question, though, as well, is the person hasn't seen the person for for a while, so yeah. people change all the time, right? And mm-hmm. so I don't, I don't know. Should you get involved? I kind of think you shouldn't, really. Abs, I agree. I agree. Because who who are you to say that their when that their kind of partnership, relationship, whatever that lit, they might not even go anywhere anyway. They're just going and they've you know met for coffee or whatever they've started that kind of beginning mm-hmm. of discussion who so you know for one who's to say it's going to go anywhere for two they're both grown adults and more than capable of making their own judgments about each other right. and one person's tolerance level might be very different to another person's or the things that you find annoying are going to be different to the things that I find annoying so I'd, I just think you shouldn't get involved well I agree, but are you and I kind of living? Le- are we? Because you know the you know the people who always get involved and give unsolicited advice to people, right? They're always feeling yeah. this compulsion to walk up to somebody on the street to point something out, a stranger, yeah. or to sort of um, what was the thing? Oh, like yeah, to offer unsolicited advice. Like if you're working on a project and it was done poorly mm. as a student, and you're like, oh, let me let me you know, point out all the things that you did wrong on that essay when the yeah. person is not even interested in hearing it. So well, it's like when you have kids, right? Like people, oh, random strangers yes. in the street love to come and tell you yes. that you've not done something right. Or yeah. like, you know, if your baby was crying, people would, would come up to you and say, oh, that baby needs feeding. Oh my God. Like, how do oh you know? God. Yeah. 
And how do you know that I haven't just fed the baby? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think generally you shouldn't kind of, you know, you need to. Yeah. I, I think you need to stay out of other people's businesses. Oh, and I mean, who's to say too. that I've yeah. got all the information, all the answers? Like, who's to say that? Oh my gosh, I love my it. My ego, does my ego tell me that I'm allowed to tell everyone else what to do? Oh, oh you're preaching from the mountaintop. This actually, <laughs> no, I have never felt more vulnerable than when I have been. So my dog has separation anxiety. She can't be left alone. I have to take her everywhere or find care for her 24 hours a day. Um, so if I've left her outside a shop, if I go in for two minutes, I've yeah. had some nosy Nellies yeah. be like, you know, you shouldn't, whatever, you know, that whatever, whatever. And I'm like, girl, usually a woman, <laughs> um, walk a, walk a mile in my shoes and then tell me that yeah. I almost yeah, am inclined exactly. to be like, if you could be a better dog parent, please take my dog, please yeah. <laughs> let her destroy your doors and furniture. I would love to see that because and yeah. and that you know it's funny that experience of being shamed by strangers mm. who who seem to want to come up to you to insult you or to criticize you but wouldn't come up to say something nice you know so yeah. um that really has taught me to like stay in my lane watch my own mm. damn business and yeah. don't tell people what to do unless you've walked a mile in their shoes yeah yeah and so in in this case right like it it's but, but you and I, I th we're, we're, we're live and let live kind of folk, I think, or at least sometimes I yeah. have the inkling to go and give some unsolicited advice to people. And I'm like, Anna, stand down and, and don't be a Karen. That's where mm. that Karen thing came from, right? Like <laughs> stay in your lane, don't be an asshole yeah. and just, you know, and, and assume the good in people don't assume yeah. the worst. But I think that's the difference though, right? So we're, we're coming at it from a perspective of, of assuming you know positive intent we also coming from it from the perspective of you know I don't know everything in the world and uh, therefore it's not my business to yeah. to be telling other people how to to live and and we come from a in a very kind of non-judgmental way so part of coaching and and the experiences that we have means we don't judge anything that comes into the room and I yeah. think you take that outside of your coaching sessions and you you become less judgmental and I'm not saying that I'm totally judgment free because I'm not. Mm -hmm. I know I'm not. But I think you become less judgmental mm -hmm. as a result. And you try and look for other bits of information to see, well, what else might be going going on? I think, I mean, I'm still extremely judgmental. That's my first, <laughs> just because I'm the oldest kid and I, I've just, I'll always be that bitchy older sister. But, but I think that's the first thing. And then I, oh, and then I check myself and, and yeah. then, and then usually I'm no, I'm noticing where's the judgment coming from. It's because it's directed yeah. at myself, mm. huge judgment yeah. to myself. I'm just projecting my own judgment to myself onto other people. Uh, yeah. So, so I will say I'm incredibly judgmental, but usually <laughs> as it runs through filters, pretty, my filters have just gotten a little faster where, yeah. where we distill out the shit and come at, and, 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 you know, it's so great. It's great not to worry about people to be like, fuck it. It's their life. I'm not going to yeah. get into their business. And it is yeah. such a weight off your mind. Try it, everyone. Because once you let go of that judgment, it, it just, well, what it just they do. just brings freedom, right? Like totally. it brings freedom. You're not attached to their outcome. You're yeah. not attached to their story. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not saying that you're not going to be there for people and, and to kind of help them and to, you know, listen and to, you know, we can still offer words of advice if we're asked for them so if people kind of say mm -hmm. but I think just not being attached to other people's outcome is just so freeing yeah it's great <laughs> I mean 
do it for yourself. I mean, if you're going to, yeah, I mean, it'll, it'll help other people out to be less judgmental. It'll certainly help yourself. So imagine that you've got a friend, she's chatting with this guy who was a bit of a knob. Um, what if she's attracted to knobs? Like, what if that is her pattern? How would this approach help you not get caught up in the drama? Well, yeah, but that's the whole thing, though. It's exhausting getting caught up in everyone else's drama. Yeah. And it's so freeing to just say, do you know what? They are grown-ups, right? They're two grown-ups. They can, they're perfectly capable of assessing whether they want to be in a relationship or, or not and whether this person that they've started chatting to is right, is right for them or not. And, you know, sometimes people will have the same patterns. But, mm-hmm. you know, I'm pretty sure, it doesn't say in the question, but I'm pretty sure the person wasn't asking for advice. Mm-hmm. So who's to say that you should you know, just freely offer it. Absolutely. I think that's where the kind of line is for me. You're right. This person asking the question is like, do I say anything to the girl? Yeah. Which is like unsolicited. Yeah. And at the same time, if this person does kind of get into this relationship and he is still a knob and that's her pattern and she's like, oh, you know, what was me, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. You may say, look, I I have some advice if you wish, but if you don't take it, that's totally your choice. But I also don't myself want to get dragged into the story all the time. So you can also set boundaries around that. Um, yeah. You're totally yeah. allowed to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, mm. That feels a little lighter. It's a complicated business out there. Totally it is. It <laughs> totally is. Oh my God. We have so, there's just so much drama. There's just so much yeah. drama and we actually have a choice about what we get involved in, with and what we don't. Yeah, mm-hmm. we do. Yeah, it's taken me a few years to realize that. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah. So if you ask me, I'll tell you about what my learnings are. But otherwise, I will not. If you wish to stay in drama and you don't ask me to get out of the drama, I will just allow you to stay in the drama until I'm asked otherwise. And that's, yeah. That is where I stand. Yeah. Nice. So, yes. So speaking of drama, the holidays are yeah. coming up. Yes. <laughs> For people, that tends to be a very drama-laden uh, time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It can be tricky business. And I think, I mean, we, it's still to be seen, but it's not likely to be the same COVID situation as last year. And funny enough, COVID kind of gave people a little bit of a pass. I remember I was working in, like, I was working full time as a family doctor back then and most, like, last year. And there were a lot of people who were like, I don't want to see my in-laws. Can we just pretend we've got COVID? Mm. I'm like, well, that won't be hard. Sure. (laughs) But this year, I think there's been people who've been avoiding their families for a couple of years under the the auspices of lockdown or COVID infection. They may not have that excuse this year. So it might be a a season to start getting into the no means no Mm. and boundary setting around family. Yeah. 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 You have to make your choices and then stick with them yeah yeah well it's we'll... too early for me to think about the holiday season <laughs> <laughs> i'm like I can, i'm barely getting over the fact that summer's just uh, disappeared on us it just disappeared <laughs> i know i know but it's it's that weird thing isn't it though where you know that it'll be here before you know it so yeah and then you have the kind of panic that sets in oh my gosh yes yeah well hopefully we'll have some content and programming around that so that Yes, the panic will set in. We will get you prepared. Maybe a little <laughs> bit of preparation from Jody Lass and Doc Sass. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Alrighty. So, till next time. So that's it for another week of Jordy Lass and Doc Sass. 
We hope you've enjoyed listening as much as we've enjoyed chatting. Get in touch and share your questions for relationship remedies and any hot topics you want us to cover. If you need help navigating all things relationships, Anna and Sarah are available for one-on-one coaching support. Email info at geordielass.com. Please remember to like, share, subscribe if you've enjoyed listening. And if you've not, how on earth have you made it this far? I promise we'll try harder next time.